There's one word that comes from a preacher's mouth that will certainly draw attention of parishioners like a strong magnet. Suffering. So if anyone here experiences at this time some form of burden or suffering, raise your hand. Don't be shy. We're not special. <laughs> we all experience suffering at any point of our lives. But our main message for today is Jesus' simple invitation. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus added, Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. See, I want to briefly address this word meek or meekness, which is oftentimes misunderstood. You know. The third item in the Beatitudes, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. See, meekness is the act towards others that demonstrates a humble heart. Meekness is not weakness. Let me say that again. Meekness is not weakness. Can you repeat that with me louder? Meekness is not weakness, but a strength. A strength founded in total reliance on the power of God in our lives. Although we all experience suffering, our readings today tell us that there is reason to rejoice. And that reason for our joy is our humble Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Jesus, meek and humble, is the way to pure joy. Joy is deep, abiding peace. And we can experience joy amid our suffering because of our humble Savior. I'm a big fan of humility. You know, I'll tell you why. I've been proud and seen how destructed, destructive it has been in my life. And I must admit that the deep source of my fear of public speaking, my fear, favorite topic these days, among many of my flaws, is deeply rooted in pride. But I must also say that in his great love, the Lord has continuously worked in my heart to help me overcome it for the greater glory of God. Pride is deadly. Our first parents disobeyed because of pride, tempted and led into it by the serpent to eat the forbidden fruit. You will not die. Your eyes will be opened and you will be like gods. That's why we Christians have this fundamental call to humility, the antidote for pride. You know, there's a great book about humility called Humility of Heart by Father Kahitan 
married da Bergamo. He's an 18th century Italian missionary. Father da Bergamo wrote that in humility alone, in humility alone, the Lord included all virtues. You know, the Lord might have said, learn from me because I am chaste, humble, prudent, wise, etc. But he only said, learn from me because I am meek and humble of heart. St. Peter Damien was quoted in the same book, Though destitute of some of the other virtues, we may yet be saved, but never without humility. St. Thomas Aquinas wrote, Acquired humility is, in a sense, the greatest good. Whoever possesses humility may be said to possess all virtues, and he who lacks it lacks all. My hero, St. Augustine, wrote that no one reaches the kingdom of heaven except by humility. Now you know why I'm a big fan. We should all be. It's essential to our salvation. Jesus' whole life is an example of humility. Jesus, the Son of God, humbled himself and entered into lowly humanity. He chose humble parents, chose to be born in a manger, lived in humble service, washed the disciples' feet, and he chose to ride in a lowly donkey, not a powerful horse. And he suffered ridicule and chose to die a most horrendous death out of love for us. So whenever we are burdened physically, emotionally, spiritually, think of Jesus and what he had to go through in his passion. Don't forget his mother, Mary, and what she had to go through at the foot of that cross. See, our church is in the midst of a Eucharistic revival, and in a short while, we will encounter the greatest living example of God's humility, the Eucharist. Think about it for a moment. I had a theology professor who got very emotional talking about the Eucharist, for good reason. It's one thing for God to become man. It's another thing for him to become bread. God gives himself to us, body, soul, blood, and divinity. That order. The whole of his humanity in the whole of his divinity in a thing. The more he comes down, the more he empties and manifests himself. See, the Eucharist is God not just wanting to be with us, but also to become our food, to enter 
into us. And that's the debt of intimacy that we need to receive. Behold the humble and tenacious love of God. What's the best way to acquire humility? It's all over our readings. Gratitude. Giving thanks to God and others is the best way to acquire humility. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. Jesus says in the Gospel, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. There are three things among many that happens when we give thanks to God and to others. First, we let go of that ego. We let go of that ego. When we are grateful, we become a little one. Free of ego, we acknowledge that the gifts we have don't only come from ourselves, but also from others, from our parents, our relatives, our friends, our country, and most importantly, our God. We encounter God's love through the people that God places in our lives. And God's love flows and works through these people. Second, we will be sustained and strengthened. And we all come to Mass. You all come to Mass. And when we give thanks to God during Mass, Eucharistia means thanksgiving. He returns to us in grace. In a short while, we will be sustained and strengthened in humility when we receive the Eucharist, the greatest living gift of Christ's humility. Third but not the least, we will experience joy. Again, joy is deep abiding peace. And we can experience joy amid our suffering when we think of things that we can be thankful for. We thank our humbled Savior who suffered and offered his life for us on the cross. If we say yes to Jesus' invitation, come. He will take us to the goal of our faith, eternal rest. So tonight and every night, and do me a favor, Include in your prayer at least three things that you are thankful for during the day. I know there will be plenty. Please bow your heads and pray with me. Most loving Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for the gift of life. And we thank you most especially for sending us your only Son, our Lord and humble Savior, Jesus Christ, who lived 
suffered and died because of your great love for us. Please send your Holy Spirit and help us with your grace to have the heart of a little one who won't stand in the way of your holy will in our lives. Please give us the grace to thank you both in joy and in pain. Amen. <laughs>